Hey guys, this is Britton from Emerald Pacific, and I am going to talk to you a little bit about the use of logos and branding. So logos are one of the most intimate things that you can have for your company. It's something that's gonna be a symbol to your community and allows them to get a good understanding of who you are, what you represent, what you offer, and all that good stuff. And logos, there's a lot of research that goes into designing a great looking logo. A lot of the time there's color theory involved, figuring out what kind of colors you should use that are going to symbolize what you represent and what you offer. There's thought that goes into the typography or the type that you use. And if it's a modern style of font, if it's like a serif font where it kind of has more of that traditional feel to it. And also like a logo that you have to consider who's the intended audience that's going to be looking at it. How are they going to represent or look at different colors? How do they interpret different colors, different type? And does it fit the overall look and feel of you and your industry? So, the problem with logos is most of the time, small to medium-sized companies tend to slap together a logo. They don't really get involved with making a logo for a couple of different reasons. One, they may not have the money or the know-how to put together a great-looking logo. A lot of times, they just want to put something together. They know they have a great product or a great service. And they just want to put something together really quick so they can slap it on some marketing, slap it on the product, and be like, here you go, please buy it. Or a lot of the times, if they have a good idea of a logo they want to put together, but may not necessarily know how to do it, they may get someone in their family or one of their coworkers to put together a logo, slap it on, call it a day. There's a problem with that. The main problem is when you put together a logo and just kind of slap it all together, whether it's just slapping on Helvetica or picking something from like an icon library, it's not really a true representation of your company or the brand you're wanting to put across. It's just some prefabricated icon and font that has been there for a very long time. There's a lot of companies that have come along and probably used the same exact icons or same exact font in the past. So there's a lot of weight that gets put behind a logo that's been thoroughly thought out, that the colors are carefully chosen, the type is carefully chosen, and an image is carefully crafted to accurately portray who you are what your company is, and what you represent. So, you may ask, well, what exactly does that involve? If I want a logo that really captures my company in the right light, what do I have to do? And a lot of it comes down to understanding who your market is, or who your customers are, and figuring out, okay, what's their age? Are they between 25 to 35, 18 to 25? Are they younger? Are they older? What are their habits? What are their lifestyles? What kind of experiences do they have? And how are they going to potentially interpret a logo that I might put together? 
then you have to go into figuring out what colors accurately portray your industry and your company. That a lot of times it's not necessarily you that get to pick the color for the company, even though you may have a favorite color. Favorite color might be blue, might be green, whatever. But if those colors don't match your company and the industry that is involved with, a lot of people may not either take you seriously or may look at it like, uh, I don't know if I want to trust this company. So, for example, how would you feel if you're out and about, you're hungry, you want to go get some fast food real quick, and you see something like McDonald's that has a very vibrant logo? It's red and yellow. And the reason they choose red and yellow is backed up by science, and we'll get into that a little later. Would you rather go to a company that has very vibrant colors and have colors that are representative of food with those red and yellows, or a company that has a logo that is green and blue? You may perceive it as green and blue, like, uh, like I don't know if I really like that. I know that green typically i think of like mold when i think of the color green especially with like food so there's a lot of thought that's involved with picking a color making sure that it fits one your company but also does it fit your industry does it fit how people are going to interpret and perceive that color in the marketplace next you want to start looking at how extravagant or how simple your logo should be there's some cases where you may want a more simple logo where a lot of people can easily look at it. They can distinguish who you are and what you are and be able to read it easily. Or you may be more of the creative type of company that wants something a little more involved, a little bit more creative, a little bit more out there, but still want it to be simple enough to read and interpret. You certainly don't want a logo that feels congested or something that people will laugh at. The first thing I think about with logos that a lot of people tend to laugh at are anyone that uses a Papyrus font, a Comic Sans font. I'm sure you guys know all about these different fonts. It seems like no matter what people do, they always use these fonts for some weird reason. Like it evokes some kind of emotion or some kind of bit of fun. I don't know. Whatever it is, I highly recommend not using Comic Sans or Papyrus. That's all getting into typography types of things. That's something that's going to eventually be talked about in like a different podcast. Anyways, back to the actual logo. Logo, there's a lot of science that goes behind creating a logo. And earlier we were talking a little bit about McDonald's and their use of reds and yellows. It's interesting what kind of research goes into these companies and what kind of logos that they put together. So to take the McDonald's example, the reason they would use something like a red and a yellow, based on research, they found that like reds and yellows tend to evoke hunger a little bit more if it relates to food. That a lot of packaging, a lot of their advertising, a lot of their branding tends to be red and yellow because it evokes some kind of hunger and some kind of mood that you want to go and eat something. I also consider a lot of social networks tend to use blues. Why do they use blues? The reason they would use a blue is it's a very calming color. It's a very synthetic and very modern looking color. So they tend to use blues to show their sophistication 
or show that kind of friendliness and that familiarity that you can trust this service with your information, with your life, so on and so forth. There's a lot of companies out there that specialize in market research and any kind of research pertaining to color theory, pertaining to type, and how different people perceive different brands based on the industry. There's a lot of companies out there that do that, but more often than not, they're very expensive. And a small business doesn't necessarily have the means to put something together and spend all the money to do a bunch of research and put together a logo. Small businesses don't have the amount of clients or the amount of business to comfortably invest their money into a service like that. So my advice that I would have for any kind of small business looking to create a logo or create any kind of branding identity, definitely consider your market. What are they going to expect in the logo? What have they seen before that's going to potentially evoke a similar or better emotion about your product and service? This starts in understanding what's their lifestyle, how do they interpret the world, what are their experiences, what are their ages, and so on and so forth. Then go into figuring out what do you want to be a representation of in your community. Do you want to be a fun and energetic brand? Do you want to be a modern and intuitive brand? You need to consider all the different ways that you want to be interpreted by all of your customers. And then please have a solid idea of how to pitch your message or what kind of perspective that you want to come from. Think of your logo and essentially your brand as a way to tell a story about you and your company, where have you been, where you're headed, and try to find a way to capture your audience and get them engaged with your brand or your product on a more deeper level than simply a logo and please buy my product. So with that, if you have any questions about how to put together a logo for your business or your brand, definitely let me know at britain at impactdesign.com or you can go to impactdesign.com, engage with us that way. Also let us know any kind of topics that you want to talk about or you want to discuss and maybe we will talk about them at a later podcast. Other than that, thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe either through SoundCloud or on iTunes. We definitely want to start building up the listenership, whatever, however you say that. I want to start engaging with you guys. I want to see what kind of questions you have, what kind of thoughts you have and start an engaging conversation about marketing, branding, and some of the nuances and some of the cool things that are going on. So with that, I hope to talk to you guys soon. Enjoy the rest of your day.